Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Hungry Bleak Show. I am your host, obviously, Antonio Pomares, and how are you feeling? It is post uh, Turkey Day, Thanksgiving. Spend time with your family, however you celebrate it, whatever. How are you doing? Did you enjoy yourself? I hope you didn't have any of those awkward political conversations at the table where you find out that one of your relatives is on that Fox News tip. I know, I know. But look, I hope you got to enjoy uh, time with loved ones and family. I hope that you enjoyed that time with your cousins. I know what you mean. Um, That you filled up everything. I hope you really looked at it and said, what am I thankful for? And enjoyed it. Okay. Um, I also hope that you got um, paid holiday out of it. Hoping so. Really do. Other than that, how how are you doing? Good. How's work? Work be doing that sometimes. I totally understand. Did you do that thing that you said that you were going to do that you had to do? Okay. Okay, good. That Look, every step is a step in the right direction. It's progress. Take it like that. Good job. Great. How are you feeling? Did, did you drink that water that I told you? You got you to gotta, gotta drink that water. It's getting cold. Did you get the lotion? Got look in the webbing. Got to get in all all in the crevices. The, the crevice side, the crevices, the crevice, the, the crevicles, whatever. Get it all up in you. Yeah, no, I'm not going to change that statement. No, 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 no. Get it all up in you as much as you can. As much as, as much as you can take, get it up in you. Cool. So. Oh man, um, it was a time. There were a lot of comics that came out. Uh, apparently, I have been a part of way too many Kickstarters because I just had people throwing comics at me, and I love that they were uh, fulfilled, um, that they were funded. I think they're great. I love when I'm getting comics. I'm like, oh wow, this comic came out. Because sometimes I forget, and then the comics like, oh hey, surveys are in. Pick it. Here's a comic. What have you? I've got maybe about three or four hundred more comics to read. Uh, in the next couple weeks, hopefully. I'm just joking. It's not that many, but it is a lot. But that's great that so many people are having this avenue through Kickstarter to do what they want to do um, and to create these comics that they have been thinking about for years and plotting and planning and writing and the art and the the storyline and everything and amassing these incredible crews together. Look, I'm happy that you're doing it. You're, you're, you're accomplishing that goal and then setting four more after that. I'm proud of you. You did an amazing job, and a lot of comics I'm reading are great. I'll be coming back with a few more comics for reviews. Today, I've only got two comics to review because it's a light week for me. I'm self-imposing a light week on myself. I am, because it's necessary. It's necessary. I, Between the holiday and work um, and life and things that I want to do, and there's just a lot there. So sometimes there are going to be light weeks on the show which is okay. You don't want to hear me ramble on for an hour about whatever and then me getting up on my soapbox and trashing people. I don't trash, but I necessarily... Eh, yeah, it doesn't matter. Anyway, folks, let's go into some comic book news, shall we? Let's do it. All right, so the two stories that really hit me were one is that the Comixology app, no more. Um, as of December 4th, the Comixology app will be merging with the Kindle app. 
So it will be all there. You will have all your books that you bought on Kindle or, or through Amazon and all of your comic books. Um, you will be able to actually differentiate between them. You will be able to bring up just the comics or just the novels or or, or, or the, the books you bought on, on uh, Amazon. It was bound to happen, unfortunately. Um, just like we saw the Comixology website go away. When you type in Comixology.com, Amazon comes up but it'll be on the Comixology page. So this was bound to happen. I want to say this is, what, a few months since the since the Amazon update, actually. the Am No, 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 no. No, was the Amazon update this year? Time is so different since the um, the pandemic. Yeah, yeah. The, the I want to say the Amazon update was this year. And they changed everything around just to do this. Kind of a waste of time, truthfully. But I guess it was just something to hold you over. Now, uh, the Kindle app, People who have Kindles know how the app is. It actually, I've been using it ahead of time because I wanted to get used to it more than just dropping myself into it. So I, on my tablet, I deleted my Comixology app. I have to do it on my phone as well. I deleted the app and I've been using the Kindle and it's been nice. It's one of the things I do like about it is that with the Comixology app at a certain point, when you would go to dim it, you had to do it through the app, not through your tablet, where with the Kindle, you can just do it through the actual tablet. That annoyed me for some reason. I don't know why. Probably a very simple little petty thing, but it annoyed the hell out of me. You're still not able to purchase comics through the Kindle app. You have to go to the Amazon website, which I, uh, I think that's something imposed by Google possibly, or it's just by design, what have you. When Amazon first uh, really started taking over the Comixology app, they made it where you could buy comics through the app, which I loved. I could just go through there. But this is a way to get them onto your site, obviously, onto the Amazon apps, obviously, so you can not just get that, but also get other stuff, what have you, whatever. Um, I'm enjoying it so far. I'm still able to read, so I'm okay. It's not that big a deal to me. I know that there are larger implications for that, but I'm looking at it as just the reading experience and just the app. I like it. It's, fairly, it's simple. It's to the point... Um, it's more updated. There are not as many bugs as I noticed with the Comics Allergy app at a certain point, but I think it's because they were more. They knew that they were going to be doing away with it and just doing the um, the Kindle app. So on December fourth uh, is when it begins to merge. So if I were you, I would just go ahead and just do it now. Just get the Kindle, sign in, and just start doing it. Then um, you'll have to re-download your. Uh, your, your comics, the ones that you want to read, but it'll still have you at the same place that you were. So if you were on page 47, you'll still be on page 47. So it's not really do or die. It might be an inconvenience. I know a lot of people in the geek community are people who don't like change, but yet want new things, but don't like change. But those new things are change, but they want them, but then they're going to change and then they'll complain about the change because it's not new. But it was new, but it'll return back to old and they'll want the new when it returns to the yeah, whatever. It's just a pain in the ass, I swear. But anyway, the app is nice. It's You're still able to read very well. And you have all your novels, too. So you can have your novels and your comics sitting right next to each other in harmony, like um, Ebony Ivory. Old song. I don't even know why I started singing that. My back already hurts from saying I, I don't I don't even know why. I don't know where that came up from. Um, that's, that's ridiculous. It's probably the fact that I'm just feeling very good today. So, yeah, that's the news for that. Um, I like it. Try it out. Go ahead. Jump on it. Do whatever you want. Yeah, de yeah definitely jump on it. Definitely. So next up is 
Anyone comes is moving location. So here's the thing. Uh, what was it last week or a couple weeks before, ago? Um, Demetrius um, Fragikosic. I hope I pronounced your name properly. I know you you said don't bother trying to pronounce it, but I I I, I want to try to pronounce your name. I hope I pronounced it properly. I probably just totally ripped it apart, and I apologize um, for the rest of my life for that. Truthfully, uh, so. The Beat, which is a website I actually love, um, actually had a story about it where they were talking about Comixology, where it's at now. Um, the store closed down at the end of, I want to say yesterday was the last day. They shut everything down. They started setting up a new shop on um, on a Van Nostrand. So they're moving like, I believe it's like a very close, like, like around the corner. Um, Fragicatos? Fragicatos. I'm going with Fragicatos. Fragicatos. Fragic. I'm going to say, I'm going to, next time I see Demetrius, hopefully within the next few weeks, I'll go in there. I'll say, say your last name. Once I hear it, I'll be able to go, okay, cool. Here it is. Boom, 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 boom. It'll be awesome. Um, Yeah, it's just um, a beautiful place. And I love this store. It was my not so local comic book shop. I loved it. Um, go in there. It's one of the best places possible. The only thing that's missing is a bar and it would just be the neighborhood hangout. I swear. But they're moving around the corner. Um, look, rent is ridiculously high everywhere. I know it's high in Jersey, so I can't even imagine the rent that they're that, that they're getting charged in New York um, in that place. Anyone Comics was such a staple of the community and just became so ingrained in culture and doing so many incredible things, whether it was events um, like signings or having, um, you know, sidewalk events where they would have their pride event. Um, they would have so many different things for people, uh, art classes for kids. They would have live shows, stand up. I know there were podcasts that actually uh, recorded down in the basement. Uh, it was beautiful. It's such a great shop. I remember going there a couple of months after they opened and I walked in and Demetrius was in there talking to this young kid who was, who was showing him art, whatever. And he gave me a tour of the place. And, uh, you know, he, I walked in, he was like, oh, hey, I was like, oh, hey, I heard about your, your, your store from Joe Illage. I just want to see what's going on. I loved it. It was a really great store. Um, then he took me down into the basement and it, that sounded really awkward, didn't it? He took me down. It sounds like a, that sounds like the, the beginning of a story that's going to go horribly wrong. Doesn't it? Took me in the basement and, you know, nine days later I was able to escape. No, that's not true. Um, I staying nine days in anyone comics would not be the worst thing in the world. Believe me. And this store just became this hub of so much creativity and incredible things. So the rent after seven years of being there, the rent is ridiculous, especially after the pandemic. We all know how it's been um, with um, inflation and, and, and real estate and everything has been crazy. So they're moving um, off of uh, off of Union Street which is where they've been for the seven years. And they're going to, I want to say Van Nostrand. I don't know why I keep saying Van. It might just be Nostrand. But they're moving Nostrand. Okay. Nostrand. I don't know why I keep saying Van Nostrand. I don't know. Nostrand Avenue. Um, so that's going to be the new location, everything. The, uh, they're employing people to still <laughs> pick up your... Uh, <laughs> to pick up your, uh, your your comics if you, if you have a pull list, please do. Please, I know that's one of uh, the things that I think I've heard Demetrius say that every single time I've seen him is pick up stuff for your pull list. I don't have a pull list there. I go and I just buy, but I know people who do. 
go and check out the store. Um, they also have a beautiful store um, in uh, in Queens, Long Island City. It's an incredible. That one's called Everyone Comics. I love. I, I joke about it, but I love the inclusive names of Anyone Comics and and um, and Everyone Comics because comics are truly for everyone. They're just great shops, very inclusive, and I'm happy to see that Anyone Comics isn't going away. It's just moving to a different location because at first Demetrius really had everyone scared saying, well, the store's got to close. But even the way he was saying it was like this iteration of the store, this version of the store has got to close down. Very smart, Demetrius, very smart. But we're glad you're still here. We love it. Um, like I said, I hope to be there within the next couple weeks or so. Life is wild and crazy and it's cold and money and everything. But I plan to make a pilgrimage to this new store. I think their, their, um, their opening date is going to be uh maybe december 13th let me just double check i think it might be for some reason december 13th still sticks into my head but the beat is a really great story about this shop that has been an amazing part of the culture and it's just beautiful and i'm i'm just excited man um and for it to reduce their cost of 43 percent and they signed a lease for 10 years that's awesome. Seriously, that's that's beautiful. And that's one of the most important things possible is that they stay in the in the area, in, in the community, even because it's still there. So strong. It's beautiful. Demetrius, we all love you. We all love anyone comics. We love everyone comics as well. We're so glad that you're still here doing the shop, everything. And you are so needed in the community. Seriously. Thank you for everything that you've done for me, uh, for you know, the, the combo community to everyone who's been a part of it, I'm going to say straight up, thank you. you. You're awesome. And you are so completely loved and, and, and adored by us really. All right. So that's the comic book news. Um, but I'll be right back after this message from Nikosi media. All right. All right. All right. Yeah. You guys ready? Okay, sure. I'll be right back for their comic, The Great Force. Awesome. Um, as always, I will have uh, links in the episode description so you can check out all the stuff that I'm talking about, whether it is the Beats article on Anyone Comics Moving or whether it is The Great Force from Nikosi Media. I'll have it right here uh, for you. So let's get on to the, <clears throat> excuse me, the comic book reviews. Now, like I said, I'm just going to have a couple of reviews for you. I'm not going to um, burden you. It's not really a burden. You're sitting there just listening or watching me. It's not like you're 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 sweating to the oldies or anything like that. I don't, I don't even know what that means. But first, uh, mono tear today. The first uh, one I have is for this new comic called "The Ministry of Compliance." This one is pretty. Uh, yeah, I'm really I'm really happy about this. This was awesome. This is from IDW. Uh, just first off, the the cover is completely striking. 
Uh, it's just beautiful. You're giving me a black woman in the most bougie auntie throwing shade outfit possible with a sword and a tight fade with the deep Patrick Ewing part. Yes, I'm going to read this comic. Why would you think I wasn't going to? Of course I would. Yes. So this is from ID, IDW Publishing. This is from. Uh, this is written by John Ridley. We have art by Stefano uh, Raphael. I want to say I've said their names a few times in the last uh, few months, I want to say, which is awesome. I love that. Uh, colorist is Brad Anderson, and letterer is Ariana Mayer. So basically, the Earth has been... Um, let's say a soft takeover by this alien species that pretty much looks like us. They've come and they're quote unquote absorbing um, the earth and they're taking over little by little by using our own means against us really. And they have these different ministries. There's a ministry of finance. There's a ministry of, um, trying to think of the other ministries there, there, there are a few of them but there's also the ministry of compliance this is like the the right hand of god type of thing where they're the ones where if you're not in compliance they're going to come get you and there and the lead minister of that is abigail as you can see with her sword doing business as she does she is a part of this uh, alien race that is taking over the world and they're almost at the point of taking over they do it little by little bit by bit they immerse themselves in our culture and things we do and businesses what have you and begin to take over with their different ministries i think that's very 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 particular to put a ministry in charge of different aspects of human life because humans have made life so complicated that you that the right hand sometimes doesn't know what the left hand is doing so to have these different ministries in there kind of wielding power and doing what they need to do to to further that that takeover is really brilliant. That's a really smart way to take over something. It is. I'm just going to be honest with you. I, don't, I honestly don't know what to tell you. So we follow Abigail as she pretty much slices and dices her way through um, this ministry. So when someone is not in compliance, when they are doing what they want to do, when they need to be um when it, when they need to be put in their place she shows up her and her ministers um and it's really cool to see how they do that but i can already think what you're thinking but antonio if they're a part of this alien race so the protagonist is in essence the villain yeah 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 yeah, which I love the different style of that, that storytelling. It, we've se But we've seen this in other things, too. Think of a lot of the mafia movies. Think of a lot of Scorsese movies. We're rooting for the bad guy, in essence. We were rooting for Ray Liotta, bad guy. We were rooting for, for uh, uh, Robert De Niro, bad guy. You know, we're rooting for these characters who are not good characters. They're extremely charismatic and they're cool and they they have these lives that we might want to have because they're so dapper and so cool. But yeah, they're they're still the bad guy because they're taking us out. So we follow uh, this story of how one of the ministers is now dead and another one is being relocated. So now they don't know. So 
all the all, all the aliens are not sure when they're going to be getting off of Earth during this absorption, this this takeover. So they're worried because they want to get off Earth. They've been on Earth for decades. They want to leave. They're done. They're over. They want to go to the next thing, what have you. They're bored of being there. So there's this whole thing going on, and they don't know why this is happening. And there's another message that was killed, and they're not sure who killed it. So it becomes this kind of murder mystery. But woven into that is kind of the story of Abigail taking in this, this young initiate and finding out that they are biracial, meaning that they are a mix of human and this non-human uh, race. So this character has to find a way to blend into both worlds because there are subtle nuances of things that happen with the biracials that they're able to kind of copy and mimic the, the attitudes and the sentiments of both of, of, of both races. I kind of like that. That was a very interesting thing to be there. And it's looked at as being somewhat of an asset, but also being duplicitous, like neither side can trust you which is also a very interesting topic when you're talking about aliens and humans who look so similar. And as the story goes on, now the first issue is about 66 pages. So you're getting a good amount of story and a lot of exposition, but you're getting it because you need that groundwork. This is incredible world building. This is a very, this, this could be a really, really cool epic story of them trying to leave earth, but there's something going on that they don't know about unbeknownst to the ministries and in between all of the networking and the deals and the sword swinging of death and murder, you find out that this young initiate is actually undercover. They're working undercover with other biracials to take down the aliens who are trying to take over earth. So like the movies I was just saying, you're getting these characters in there who are trying to take down this huge uh, mob organization, whatever, from the inside. Think of the think of the departed having this undercover um, uh, cop or this undercover operative inside to do this. I absolutely love that little thing in the back, which makes me go, "Oh, that's very interesting. How are you going to get into this?" Does Abigail already know? Because Abigail is a, is incredibly intelligent and perceptive of things. And even though she brought her in, she may not still trust her because of her being of both worlds. Love the art. Very striking. The action is on point. Um, feels very, I'm trying to remember the name of the director of uh, the raid and of um co-creator i want to say and the and the director of the first and, and 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 did a lot of directing for the first scene of gangs of london the action feels that kind of um uh fast pace and that very type of feel which i love the story pulled me in because i love the fact the minute i got halfway through i was like oh ridley's building some deep world stuff i gotta see what's going on with this and i really enjoyed it this is a, a grounded sci-fi epic with a murder mystery kind of woven into it, and it also of who can you trust and will they find out about this agent? Strongly recommend it. Um, I definitely think that, excuse me, that uh, the Ministry of Compliance is just that comic that you should be reading. Definitely, I would say, check it out. It is awesome. The first issue, like I said, it's a nice, good size, 66 pages, so you're getting a lot in there. 
and I definitely think that you're going to enjoy it because it, it was a lot of fun for me. So the next one I've got is going to be a bit of a change because I don't normally do this. And this is Spawn 31. This is what I mean when I say I don't nor normally do this. I don't normally um, do uh, single issues when it comes to comics like that. Like I don't say, oh, this issue, this issue. But I want to talk about this one because it's very important. At the end of uh, issue 30 in Philadelphia, which is this great urban horror um, story about uh, this young man who is fighting who a, a, a cop in Philadelphia, um, AKA Philadelphia, who is fighting the fight against vampires along with his father, who is now a vampire, um, his partner who is expecting a child and this whole host of, of historical figures who come back as vampires. We have Thomas Jefferson, um, George Jefferson, George Jefferson, George Washington. So I wish if George Jefferson popped up in this comic, I would say, you know what, Ronnie Barnes, you are the goat, sir. You are, in fact, the goat. A lot of characters have popped in. Uh, we've had Toussaint, one of uh, uh, Haiti's great heroes. We've had a lot of historical figures pop in. But at the end of issue 30, a character popped up that I was not expecting. A character who's a spawn of hell, literally spawn, Al Simmons kind of shook my mind in a lot of ways. Here's why. Spawn, Alcimus is one of the most iconic, one of the biggest comic book characters ever. One of the biggest characters to come out of the naughty 90s as far as comics and the comics bubble goes. One of the biggest indie characters. A character not owned by Marvel or DC. A character that can come and go as they please wherever they want. A character so big that we've had what two or three video games um, they were actually in Soul Calibur, which is why I bought Soul Calibur for my Xbox, because of Spawn being in there. Figures and made Todd McFarland a huge household name to people who weren't even into comics. Spawn even spawned, pun not intended, but hey, we're going to roll with it. Even got an animated series on HBO, which is one of the best animated series I've ever, it's so wonderful and amazing. If you have HBO, or you have Max, go and check that out. It's awesome. Feels so much like the comic. It feels like they threw the comic on the screen and it's there. It's beautiful. So to take this huge character, this huge, huge character, and to debut in the issue 30 at the end of Philadelphia was amazing. So when issue 30 went, well, first of all, let me say, um, Philadelphia was created by uh, Rodney Barnes and Jason Sean Alexander. Uh, written by Rodney Barnes. Um, the art for this issue is Jason Sean Alexander and uh, Germain Aramspo, or Arasp, Aramsp, hope I'm pronouncing that properly. Uh, color is Lee Lowbridge and lettering is Marshall Dillon. So we get this, We in this issue, we're getting, uh, it's, <laughs> I don't know why this is funny. You're getting, uh, Satan, Lucifer, and another demon actually having a discussion. He's like, why did you bring Spawn here? I didn't tell you to do that. He's like, and it's them kind of arguing behind this conversation. Of, uh, like, oh, all right, all right, all right. This is why I did it. Now, I know you're mad, but let me explain. And they're like, you know Spawn killed Mal Bolger, right? Like you, like, like, you know that? 
and they're having this great discussion about why Spawn isn't a good idea to have brought there. Meanwhile, we have this fight where Seesaw has gotten the ability to actually control time and stop time, which throws everything out of whack, the entire world, physics, everything. So Spawn is now here, and Spawn decides to fight. And in this fight, Isnana is trying to convince Spawn to stop fighting them and to join them because their fight is proper. Seesaw is a vampire. Spawn is saying, no, I'm not trusting a vampire. They are made of hell. This is their thing. They are infernal creatures. Um, they are liars. They are duplicitous. They are, I don't know why I keep saying the word duplicitous. I don't know why it just sounds good. It feels good coming off my tongue. Duplicitous. 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 Start doing ASMR. Having this, and Seesaw's like, look, could you just help me? Could you just throw a punch? And it's not as I, excuse me, Anansi. I'm thinking about Isnana by, by, by Greg Anderson Elsie, who is an incredible comic. But Anansi, excuse me. Anansi uh, and like Anansi's like, no, I can't throw a punch. I can't get involved physically. I can only be the word or, or the voice of reason. Meanwhile, Spawn is even fighting the the uh, the the lichens, the werewolves from Africa. And this is big fight, and this conversation is still going on. And it just keeps raging and raging and raging, which is so incredible. As this fight is going on, we're having conversations about relationships, uh, you know, and uh, 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 Sangster Jr. and Nita from, from Nita Hall's comic, which is awesome spinoff. I definitely go tell you to go watch, to go read that. She's joining the fight here in Philadelphia to see what's going on because things have gotten so out of hand. Meanwhile, Sangster Jr.'s partner is kind of upset, like, you know, I want to be a part of this, too. She's a little jealous. I can totally understand. Spawn and Spawn makes the mistake of socking the absolute hell out of Anansi. Anansi says, well, you know, you messed up, right? Classic line by uh, Bill Duke from Clockers, I want to say. I know you messed up. So they begin to fight and brawl. Spawn acknowledges, look, you're a god. I totally understand that. But that doesn't mean that I'm going to back down. You haven't really felt the power of, of a spawn and as their fight is going on seesaw has the great idea of i'm going to bite you so you can feel what i'm feeling you can see what i'm seeing you can see what's happening and this is an incredible way to do this if you're not familiar with spawn you get introduced to spawn through this through this scene of the bite and the blood you see spawn being this um military this this, this operative and being killed by their best friend and making the deal and coming back and then becoming spawn then you then spawn sees through seesaw's eyes the 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 plights and the trials and tribulations of what has happened in philadelphia um the the drugs um the assaults the poverty the homelessness and he begins to say okay i believe you now let's fight absolutely loved it i love the the the, the way of introducing characters who may not be familiar with spawn but now seeing the story, they're going to go, oh, I want to see what Spawn is about. Um, having this thing where Spawn is now a bit of a vampire, but it'll go away. It's, it's not a permanent thing. Having a fight between Anansi and Spawn, having this nice little mix. The, the, the battle, the fight is, the, is up front, but also the backdrop to this issue. I love having it both ways. Absolutely awesome. I loved it. Philadelphia continues to win. Um, 
Rodney Barnes doing so many things right now, blowing up in such a huge way and well-deserved, well-earned, such an incredible uh, writer. Outstanding. Loved it. Um, yeah, definitely. Philadelphia is worth it. Go and check it out, please. All right. So uh, we will be right back after this quick word from Z Luna, Zuina Michele, and the incredible murals that she creates. folks and we are back remember zluna.com zwina mshail does these incredible murals are so beautiful and so epic in scope uh i will have the episode description uh will have the link and for all of the things i'm talking about and for uh zluna and those incredible murals so you can check them out and if you have something that needs a mural you have a big space somewhere that you're able to get some artwork on it i definitely recommend you hit up uh, Zilona Zuina M. Shael. She is awesome. So, Wellness Check Friday. I know it's been a really crazy uh, couple weeks, but how, how are you doing? How, how are you feeling? Are you drinking water? Are you sleeping? Are you trying to relax yourself? Did you take your meds? I'm not trying to police you. I just want to ask for your mental and emotional well-being, whether it's for physical, mental, or emotional ailment, I want you to be the best you that you can be. And taking your meds is a huge part of that. What I'm doing right now as far as self-care, very heavily, is I'm giving myself grace. I have a friend uh, named Lois who has taught me to give myself grace. I'm not perfect. Not everything I do is perfect. I know some of you will be shocked that I even said that, not that I am perfect, but the fact that I will say that because I'm very headstrong. I'm very hardheaded. Um, I'm very much, and I have to try to do everything perfect, but it doesn't happen. I tell people all the time, it doesn't have to be perfect. You did it. That's the important part. You got it. Congratulations. I'm happy for you. I'm proud of you, but I never, I give everyone else grace, but I never give myself that grace, which is weird. But I've learned to take and give myself grace. Everything I'm trying to do and trying not to do and life and being a human being and trying to have a personal life. Um, being a, a caregiver for my mother while she's still uh, um, uh, recovering. Um, even for my stammer, which at times I've noticed over the last couple years because of everything that's going on has come back a bit stronger. You've heard it. You've seen it. Yeah, the stammer is there. Ironic for a guy who's had a who grew up with such a horrible stutter and stammer and who at times just didn't talk because 
I knew it was going to come out. There are certain letters I know I get stuck on. And it used to scare me. And it made me feel so horrible. So for me to do this, to get up in front of a screen with a live hot mic and do this is ridiculous. Makes no sense. But I learned to give myself that grace. So that's been my self-care tip is to go, no, no, it doesn't have to be perfect. You did it. You did it. You accomplished it. Maybe you'll learn something for next time. Maybe you'll try something different next time. Whatever it is, you did it. You got to give yourself that grace. The fact that you even got up, stood up, got dressed, and did something today when everything else that's going on in the world, you didn't wallow in whatever you could do. You decided to do something to try to make something better for yourself, for your loved ones, for your family, for your community, whatever it is. So give yourself grace. Be kinder to yourself. Not everything needs to be you beating yourself up. There's too much of the world trying to do that already. I want you to give yourself that grace. So I'm very thankful to have learned uh, to give myself grace. So I want to say thank you to my friend, Alois, who did a phenomenal job in telling me that because to get something through this thick, hard head is damn near impossible. So that's cool. All right, so we've got comfort food. Okay, so comfort food, this time of year, cozy seasons, comfort food. Last time I talked about sweet potato pie, um, and my friend Ferdy was like, I've never had sweet potato pie, man. I was like, why? He's had pumpkin pie, and he's had pecan pie. He couldn't find a sweet potato pie for Thanksgiving. I said, those pies go quickly. You want to get that sweet potato pie. And wherever you buy it, like I've gotten them from Lytle and from ShopRite, which I like. I can actually make my own sweet potato pie, but time constraints and everything. And I'm not the best baker, even though I should be, because it's very patient work. You just you put it in the oven and you just go, got to sit back and just let it happen now. I should. Um, the only thing is when I buy it from ShopRite or Lytle, I put the pie in the oven for maybe about another, yeah, maybe 10 minutes or so on maybe actually yeah yeah maybe like 10 minutes on like 300 just so it gets a little more browned a little more solid in the center because i like a little bit more solid um i I like my sweet potatoes thick i like them thick yams there's a joke there but i just don't i like them sweet candied yams yeah gams too I like thick gams. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. I just, I got, can I get to the yams? So I just be thrown in a, in a cage somewhere. So yeah, that was the thing I talked about last. Um, today I'm going to say stew. Stew, comfort stew. Oh my God. Whether it's um, beef stew, obviously awesome. Oh, potatoes, carrots, maybe a little celery. Peas, I'm going to say, nah, you, you can keep the peas. You hold hold the peas, but definitely potatoes, carrots, mm, wildin'. You can even do a vegetable. You can use maybe beef stock. Get that going, but still have, you know, the potatoes, the carrots. If you're going to do vegetable stew, I would say peas, carrots, uh, excuse me, I would say um carrots, potatoes, Onions, you know, some diced up fine onions. 
I don't know what else he would put in there. Um, I, I don't know. You don't. You know what? Do you? You do you. I don't know why I'm putting my hand like this, like I'm trying to serve you something. But you do you. You do you. I don't. I have no idea what I'm doing, folks. I totally apologize. This show's going off the rails. Anyway, so yeah, that's my like, stew. So I'm. I'm I. I actually kind of want to make a stew. Um, maybe in January, I make a stew. I'm, I'm not sure, but something just, something that'll stick to you. Something that'll put some meat on your bones. Yeah. Thick meat on you. Just thicken you right up. The, I, I, I apologize. I don't, I don't know what's going on today. I don't know. I'm hungry. Um, the shea butter is working into my skin. It's making me feel energized. The melanin is popping. I don't know, folks. I'm feeling cute today. My shoulders are feeling broad. I don't know what's going on. I don't know. I've got the Changa and the Jade Obelisk tea on from 133Art. I don't know what's happening, but I know it's good. It's all good. So, yeah, that's, um, I would say, for this week, it is it is stew. Predominantly beef stew, but you can make chicken stew. You can make pork stew, whatever you want, whatever type of meat you want to put in there. Tofurkey stew, if you, I don't, does anybody even eat tofurkey anymore? Tofurkey, it sounds like I'm about to say a profanity, but I stumbled on the word or like I had a shock collar on and it doesn't allow me to use profanity. So I'll go turfurkey and it just it, it gets stuck in my throat. That's what it sounds like. Or it sounds like some phlegm guy. I don't know. Whatever. Anyway, yeah, so that's that. So bleak perspective. <sighs> Do what makes you happy in spite of what society is telling you. If you're doing something and you're enjoying it and you're having a great time and maybe, and it's something that you're doing on social media, maybe it's not getting enough likes or shares or whatever, continue to do it. If it's making you happy and it's fulfilling your heart with whatever and it's making you feel better and it's bringing a smile to your face, do it. Enjoy yourself. Enjoy the time that you have on this planet in this life. Not everything has to be dealt with today's currency, which are likes and shares. Sometimes it's just about doing something and enjoying it and having a good time and just being free. I think it's beautiful. I think it's awesome. And I think it's really incredible. You know, so do you make sure that, you know, it's safe, obviously, and you're having a good time, whether it's you doing a dance. There are a lot of things I look on social media and I go, I couldn't care less, but I, the person is genuinely happy. You know, they're not trying to make an ass out of whatever, whatever. It could be just them dancing. Enjoy yourself. It's cool. Again, like earlier when I said, give yourself grace. If it's a video with you working out everything and you're just starting out in this, you're, you're not there and you're doing the before like picture and it's you and you, your body's not where you want it to be and you're unhappy and you're sad and, you know, keep going. Keep going. It's making you feel better. It's making you a better person in general in your mind, body, heart, soul. Keep doing it. Progress. Every step forward is a step towards what you want. I'm proud of you. You're doing awesome. But what do I know? I'm just a short black geek from Jersey who whose hairline is receding more than a front line. And, uh, I don't even know where I'm going with this discretion anymore. 
Doesn't matter, folks. I'm cute today. That's it. So that's the show, folks. Like I said, it was going to be a short one. Not too much talking. Just wanted to reconnect this time of year. is a little rough for a lot of us. So if we can have this little conversation, why not? You feel good. I feel good. We all feel good, right? Good. Now go get yourself some beef stew or some ice cream or some sweet potato pie even, too. Uh, yeah. But thank you to everyone who's watching. I truly appreciate you and all my pancake heads. Thank you to the amazing guests that I've had so far this year. Um, next week's show, I have another incredible guest. I have Rico, who is an incredible creative um, artist, uh, writer, um, tattoo artist as well. I had a really great conversation with Rico, and we're going to have a lot of fun with that episode. And thank you to uh, Sed Farrow of uh, Nikosi um, Entertainment excuse me, um, for making a, like a short ad for me, uh, for like a, a video for the hungry bleak, uh, show. It was not asked for, was not intended. It wasn't, it did it out of the kindness of their heart. So I truly appreciate that. Um, it's always awesome to see like, um, uh, re reciprocating energy. And I love that. And it's awesome. Uh, so yeah, thank you for that. And honestly, as always, thank you to black women and black femme presenting. I appreciate y'all. I love y'all. I hope y'all have a great day. All right. So, folks, as always, do the best you can with what you got, because in the end, that is all that you get. And that's the show. Put on some lotion. Or wash your ass. See y'all later. Peace. No, wash your ass, then put on the lotion. Yeah.